0: Hello, and welcome to A Course in Miracles for regular people. I'm your host, Rev. Robin. In this podcast, we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. I also have another podcast that is reading and discussing the daily workbook lessons. That one is called A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I love talking with people about A Course in Miracles in the daily lessons, and I welcome interaction and feedback. There are several ways you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I have a Facebook page called A Course in Miracles for Regular People. You can email me at ACIMFRP. That's A Course in Miracles for Regular People. ACIMFRP at gmail.com. Or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave me a voice message. Actually, you can also make donations on Anchor if you'd like to support this podcast, and I really appreciate that. Now let's get started with today's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode number 101. Today we are continuing in Chapter 5, Healing and Wholeness, and we will be beginning Section 3, The Guide to Salvation. Our takeaways from last week's episode are Number one, the Holy Spirit is the way in which God's will is done on earth as it is in heaven. Because when we listen to the Holy Spirit's voice, we do and share the will of God. Number two, Jesus himself didn't have all the power in heaven and on earth until he made the decision to listen only to the voice of God for God. And three, we and Jesus were created as equals. Paragraph one, the way to recognize your brother is by recognizing the Holy Spirit in him. So recognizing the Holy Spirit in our brother allows us to see the holiness that he is, and that is how we recognize our brother. Or, sister. Continuing, I have already said that the Holy Spirit is the bridge for the transfer of perception to knowledge, so we can use the terms as if they were related, because in His mind they are. The Holy Spirit knows truth and also sees our perception. So that is the bridge. ...that allows the transfer between or from perception to knowledge. And we can use those terms as if they were related because in the Holy Spirit's mind they are. Continuing, this relationship must be in his mind, in the Holy Spirit's mind, because unless it were, the separation between the two ways of thinking would not be open to healing... So if the Holy Spirit didn't understand both parts of our minds, he couldn't make the connection for us. He couldn't be that bridge that connects perception to knowledge. Continuing, he is part of the Holy Trinity because his mind is partly yours and also partly God's. So the Holy Trinity, of course, is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's in there because his mind is part of our mind as well as part of God's mind. We're all one. When we imagined the separation at that instant, the Holy Spirit was created as a call to God in our mind. And since God created this call back to himself and placed it in our minds, that's how the Holy Spirit is in our mind and in God's mind. Continuing, this needs clarification, not in statement, but in experience. So Abraham says, words don't teach. Life experience teaches. In other words, we don't just learn by someone telling us something. We learn when what we experience lines up with something that someone told us. So this text saying that the Holy Spirit is part of the Holy Trinity because his mind is partly yours and partly God's. And my explanation of that, that clarification isn't going to make a difference for you until You experience something that makes it more real for you. Paragraph two. The Holy Spirit is the idea of healing. Being thought, the idea gains as it's shared. So when we share the idea of the Holy Spirit, we share the idea of healing and wholeness. And that's something that we learned in section two, that when ideas are shared or given away, they become stronger. So the Holy Spirit being the call for God, it, the idea of healing, is also the idea of God. So let me read that sentence the way it's actually written in the text. Being the call for God It is also the idea of God. Since you are part of it, it is, since you are part of God, it is also the idea of yourself as well as his creations. So, being the call for God, it is also the idea of God. Since you are part of God, it is is also the idea of yourself as well of all of his creations. So the idea of healing and wholeness is not only in our minds, but it's in the minds of all of God's creations. Continuing, the idea of the Holy Spirit shares the property of other ideas because it follows the laws of the universe, capital U, of which it is a part which the universe of which this idea of healing and wholeness is a part. The property that the Holy Spirit shares with other ideas is that it is strengthened by being given away. So the idea that the Holy Spirit embodies, which is the idea of healing whole and wholeness, it increases continuing it increases in you as you give it to your brother. Your brother does not have to be aware of the Holy Spirit in himself or in you for this miracle to occur. The miracle of the idea of healing and wholeness being strengthened. So he, our brother or sister, may have dissociated the call for God just as you have. This dissociation is healed in both of you as you become aware of that call for God in him, in our brother or sister, and thus acknowledge its being. So understanding that the call for God or the Holy Spirit is in everyone, including ourselves, that's how we recognize the truth of who our brother is. Paragraph 3. There are two diametrically opposed ways of seeing your brother. We can see our brother or sister as separate and apart from us, or we can see the total opposite, that we are one with each other and with God. Continuing, they must both be in your mind because you are the perceiver. So both of these ideas must be in our minds because we're the maker of what we see. Continuing, they must also be in his, our brother or sister's mind, because you are perceiving him. So since we made what we see, and we see our brother, both ideas must be in his mind also. Therefore, if we see, if we, now continuing, if we see him through the Holy Spirit in his mind, and you will recognize him, the Holy Spirit, in yours as well. So see him through the the Holy Spirit in his mind and you will recognize him in yours. What you acknowledge in your brother, you are acknowledging in yourself. And what you share, you strengthen. So what we acknowledge in someone else, because of our oneness, we are also acknowledging in ourselves. And since we all agree on it, it becomes stronger. Paragraph four. The voice of the Holy Spirit is weak in you. That is why you must share it. Sharing the voice of the Holy Spirit doesn't mean that we have to go around telling everyone that they have the voice of the Holy Spirit in them. We just accept the idea of it within ourselves. Continue It must be increased in strength before you can hear it. It is impossible to hear it within yourself, the voice of the Holy Spirit. It is impossible to hear it within yourself while it's so weak in your mind. It is not weak in itself, but it is limited by your willingness to hear it. So in the last episode, we learned that the voice for God is always in our minds, whether we choose to listen to it or not. We can interrupt it, but we can't destroy it. It's always there. Continuing. If you make the mistake of looking for the Holy Spirit in yourself alone, your thoughts will frighten you because by adopting the ego's viewpoint, you are undertaking an alien- An ego-alien journey with the ego as guide. This is bound to produce fear. So, if we begin to search for the Holy Spirit in ourselves without recognizing Him in anybody else, and if we try to find Him without His guidance, we're embarking on a journey that the ego doesn't know anything about and letting the ego lead. So, It's logical that this would, this idea would bring fear in our minds because we know that we don't know how to find the Holy Spirit and we're not certain that the ego knows how to find him either. So it's the classic metaphor of the blind leading the blind. Both of us will fall into a ditch. We don't know where to go and we don't trust the ego either. That is a recipe for fear. is enough for today i think and my three takeaways for today are number one without the guidance of the holy spirit there is no bridge between perception and knowledge number two the holy spirit is part of the holy trinity because his mind is partly ours and partly god's when we imagine separation the Holy Spirit was created and placed in our minds as a call back to God. So it came from God's mind, and it is part of our mind. And the thought doesn't leave its source. So the Holy Spirit is part of our mind and part of God's mind. And number three, the voice of the Holy Spirit is weak in us, meaning that we don't recognize it. We don't hear it. So the way to remedy that is by sharing it, by seeing it in other people, and in that way, recognizing it in ourselves. So this week, I wish you a week of sharing and recognizing the Holy Spirit within you. Many blessings. Namaste.